Hey, hello everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a fantastic day. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated. And as always, a gigantic thank you to everybody who leaves a like. It helps out the channel a lot. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Shiba Inu rallies over 30% amid strong whale transactions for some reason. Over the weekend, Shiba Inu was one of the top performing coins. Of course, you'll have other random altcoins that are coin number 541 whatever coin that might actually be, who go up by 13,000% because they only have like $400 of actual transaction volume. For some reason, Shiba Inu was up by like 50-60% over the weekend. Dogecoin tried to do the same for a little bit of the day. I think it went up by around 5%. Uh, but for some reason, and there seems to be no actual reason as to why, uh, but Shiba Inu is the top performing and the most in the news coin uh, partially, at least, of the day. A lot of people were suspecting that it had to do something with the coin burn. There are tons of companies who are exclusively basically out there. I think to accumulate Shiba Inu and also to burn it, I don't get the actual process behind it. But yeah, this was incredibly popular news that this coin was skyrocketing in the market. It says Ripple price analysis bulls eye and upside break above 40 cents. This one says technical analysis. Ethereum hesitates, but further gains seem likely above $2,000. We are currently in the coming out of the weekend phase of the cryptocurrency market when typically uh, stock markets are in a bit of a lull period. The cryptocurrency market doesn't seem to move at all until we end up getting indications as to what the futures market of the stock market is looking like. And therefore, that's usually when we end up pushing a little bit higher. But during the lull of the weekend, uh, Bitcoin actually went up to, I believe, 25,000 for like a couple of seconds. Ethereum hit 2,000 something or other. It was $2,018, something like that. But since then, we've slipped a little tiny bit, and it's basically, you guessed it, off of movement from the stock market. It says Bitcoin and Ethereum signal a bullish continuation. Shiba rallies by 30%. All of the analysts that I could find, I was hard-pressed to find any kind of negative price cryptocurrency news. It all came down to a weekend lull. Prices aren't moving now, but they eventually will. A lot of people, as you might have imagined, are still incredibly optimistic about the Ethereum upgrade, which is even closer than it was before a couple of days ago, because that's how time works. This one says, Citigroup explains why it is bullish on Ethereum's merge upgrade. A lot of companies and banks and institutions and hedge funds over the last like four or five days have been... Uh, coming out of the woodworks and basically announcing how bullish they are on Ethereum, why they think it's going to be amazing, how this could propel the cryptocurrency space into a brand new future. It basically has to do with the becoming extra deflationary, having a lower issuance rate, being able to handle more transactions per second, allowing the uh, other upgrades to be able to merge to it like Voltron and also the actual movement to proof of stake. 
as a lot of people, I think within maybe, I don't know, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I have no idea what your daily life is like. But a huge conversation uh, going around right now, it's, hey, it's hot. It was hot yesterday and it's going to be hotter tomorrow. Remember last summer when it was also hot and then the summer before that it was really hot and now we're getting indications that every summer might be hotter. So if these systems do continue to be around, the idea of Ethereum uh, being a heavy weight in the space mainly uh, revolves around the fact that uh, it is not even currently in vogue. It is going to be in vogue for a while uh, to be able to show off uh, and tell everyone how you use 99.9% less energy than you previously used before. This is a gigantic thing. Like Even corporations are finally getting into it as well. But there are a lot of, I mean, there's an article, I, I don't know if I'll swing around it or if I even have it in this uh, video. There was an article going around where this guy was like, I don't think people really understand exactly uh, what this merge and what this upgrade means. There's still so many people, but I, I think it's mainly, I don't want to use the term degenerate, but it's, it's just a lot of people on Twitter who are like, yeah, I'm going to sell the news. And it's like, you don't really understand what's going on. But I mean, also people don't really technically understand how large grayscale is or what them entering the cryptocurrency space mean or what like the actual accumulation means a lot of people even in crypto they they deal with bitcoin and other coins and other assets in general as if they aren't finite and it's kind of like hey, i can get it later i don't have to worry about it and it's like well that's for your portfolio to uh discuss with you later Raul Pal says the merge will make Ethereum even more attractive to institutional investors. The weekend was basically full of rich people and institutions. I'm not sure if there was a a conference somewhere, but everyone for some reason was talking about exactly how bullish they are on Ethereum. Even a lot of uh, heavyweight investors, if you will, uh, who are normally only talking about Bitcoin and now discussing uh, how big they think this merge is going to actually be. Not only what it'll do for prices, but also just for like the momentum of the cryptocurrency space. Tying into uh, we're tied to them news, it says stock futures fall slightly ahead of a big retail earnings week. I wish these these earning weeks would end because they, 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 they've become quite tiresome at this point. Yes, we are in line for another week where we are going to be hearing from companies to see if they did well, if they lied, if they thought they were doing weller than they thought they were doing before based on the prices of things that people weren't buying inside of their stores and how much money they made. So sometime during the course of this week, we will hear from mega companies as to their projections and then how much money they actually made. If their projections were lower and they made more money than they believed that they were going to, then prices will go up. If there's any indications that something is bad or people weren't spending as much because of the last two years and everyone's kind of broke, well, then we'll also know from that as well. This one says European stock futures are mixed and Chinese economy slows. In one of the larger money newses of the day, I'm not sure how many of you have been paying attention to traditional financial news. I know there's a, a gigantic chasm, fissure, uh, land, space in between both markets sometimes. But at the moment, a lot of the, dare I say, issues that we've noticed before uh, with the Chinese economy... Uh, these are no longer cracks in the window. If you blow on it whew, a little bit too hard, it might completely collapse. Uh, if you haven't been watching the news, 
basically, people in that country are a little angry that they feel as if they were lied to because a huge section of their economy for that country has been real estate. And people have been putting money into real estate projects that are no longer coming to fruition. The people who were building, the people who are managing the project disappeared, kind of like that. And there are videos of people uh, walking in the streets together, uh, holding up pieces of paper that have words on them. I can't actually say that word because of the algorithm. You think I'm lying, but I'm not. Um... And it's getting pretty intense because people are like, where's our money? Uh, Allegedly, the government is uh, shrugging and going, I don't know, bro. And it's getting quite tense. It says that they've unexpectedly uh, cut their interest rates ahead of poor data uh, in an effort to try and raise things back up. Because for some reason, we live in a world where things are so intertwined that if they do bad, the rest of the world also has to do bad. This was a conversation we had about a year and a half ago as well. Uh, Part of the issue is that people believed that here, right here on the screen, that country, was going to do exceedingly well basically forever. The idea was uh, increasing birth rate, tons of production. If you haven't looked at the the, the amount of... uh, They've built cities that are empty, The idea being, well, let's build them now, and in 15 years, uh, they'll definitely be snatched up. And they were, for a a portion of people were buying these apartments uh, in anticipation of people moving into them in 10 years. And a lot of the issues were that 10 years after, when people still hadn't moved into them, they had tons of videos, you can find them online, like, look anything with property in the word there. And people were walking into these empty buildings, empty apartments, and they were literally, I mean, knocking on the wall, and the wall was kind of collapsing. They were made with such terrible equipment that the company simply assumed that nobody would know and would blame someone else a couple years down the line. So as of right now, uh, we are dealing with not only inflation data, and I think the realization is coming back to a lot of people that the U.S. inflation numbers were uh, 8.5%. That still ain't good. It's still absolutely terrible. We're supposed to be aiming for a 1% to 2.5%, maybe 3% inflation rate per year. 8% is still pretty terrible, and that's still based off of that basket of goods that we were talking about before. They literally put stuff in a basket that people should or would be buying in the supermarket, and they say this is what how high the prices of these items have gone up. It doesn't go into gas or petrol or heating, electricity, anything happening inside your house. It also doesn't really deal with uh, people's paychecks. Inflation has been going up for a while and it has not been reflected in how much money people are making. So, you know, all that ties into everything. We're also having the earnings report sometime this week. There's also something else significant also happening. I think on Wednesday or Thursday, someone's giving a speech about something. It's not the Fed, but something else money-esque is also going on. Uh, We're also looking at how stocks are wobbling. Uh, It looks like a lot of the rallies that we've seen in a number of stocks have been, I don't want to, they're not fraudulent, but it's more like you probably shouldn't have been moving up when you were actually doing so. And also waiting for uh, continuations of economic news uh, from this country because boy, howdy. Um, The problem is, If they go down, 
we go down even lower because their economic data kind of stems from very uh, select places. And it appears as if the last couple of years, people think that things might be actually a lot worse than they've let on. Right. I'm here to here to give you the news and not to sugarcoat it, but you know just how things are. That's all the current price news that we have for right now. The cryptocurrency market still is relatively optimistic. We are no longer near the um, fear metric. We are right in between uh, fear and greed. Uh, you can feel that everyone is still very greedy. So let's see where prices end up going over the course of this week. And yeah, let's move on. Uh, the the rest of the news over the weekend was kind of a like a, a smorgasbord, if you will, a a random medley of of many different pieces of news. Uh, and this makes sense. News. Remember, like a couple of days ago, where the where like Ethereum was going up by like four percent and Bitcoin is up by two, and there was like another coin that was up by like twelve. And then we kept on scrolling down the list, and like Monero was up by like nine hundred thousand majillion points. And I was like, "Why? What? There's what's 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 happening? What's going on?" Uh, so Monero actually had a hard fork. It says to in- improve security and privacy. I-, I would assume so. It's a coin that has private transactions, um, and that apparently was the reason why the price was going up. So now we know why the price was moving up on the coin. Uh, I do not and currently cannot be bullish on coins like this simply because uh, governments don't like them. Cryptocurrency exchanges usually don't accept them. You can't trade in them. You can't hold them. And they were quite popular coins many years ago. Many of them had, like, they were like, you know, coin number 10, coin number 13. But now they're like coin number like 54 and stuff like that. And they continue to fall down in the rankings. So they will do well behind the scenes as people are using them for whatever they so wish. But no, they're not part of my portfolio at all. I never have been. They were. I, I noticed that from the get-go when people were like private transactions. I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, you have fun with those coins because I already knew. If you, if you have lived in or from the States, you know you don't have much privacy to yourself. Anyway, that's the Monero had a hard fork. Uh, news. That's why the price rose. Yeah. Moving along. In, and it's not popular news, but in the most talked about news, it says earlier today, Polkadot's DeFi hub Akala, Acela, A-C-A-L-A, Akala, I don't know how you pronounce that, had its stablecoin, which is the, the letters A-U-S-D, uh-huh, exploited for about $1.2 billion. It has since addressed the issue on its Twitter account, explaining that the problem had been identified by a misconfiguration of the IBTC AUSD liquidity pool launched earlier today. Uh, the hack thrown what? The hack had thrown crypto Twitter's community into a frenzy earlier today when the many began speculating. If it was another uh, Terra Luna stable algorithm stable coin kind of situation, everyone completely lost their minds. All the news that was floating around was that they had been hacked. Uh, and I mean, there were a lot of people uh, pushing back on Twitter. Stop saying it's a hack, but it's like, what are we supposed to think? Every single time that any coin, their their stable coin fell by 98%, by the way. Just, you know, you want to 
just in case you were wondering. Uh, it's always been a hack. What did Who thought that it was simply something in the actual algorithm? Uh, that was an issue, so they say. So apparently they found the issue. I don't know how that issue exploited itself for billions of dollars. Not millions, not hundreds of millions, for billions of dollars. Apparently they got it under wraps. I assume sometime over the course of the next couple of days when it is completely wrapped up, they will tell us and everyone will fall back into the thing. This was very popular news. A lot of people were a little scared. I was also a little skeptical. I, you know how, how I am. It's not even a tinfoil hat. It's more of a really another stable coin just happened to depeg once again. We've had like six so far this year. And I find it weird that, you know, the last four to five years we had none. And now this year everyone seems to be depegging. Anyway, that's the Polkadot's uh, stablecoin. Why they call it AUSD, that is so confusing. If you're trying to, like, talk to someone, like, which coin is AUSD? Yeah, I know the U.S. dollar is a coin, but which coin? AU, uh, it's, it's, and just think of, why not PUSD? No, that also sounds kind of weird if you say it out loud. Um, USDP. I see that one sounds nice. USD or US. No, you can't say USDA either. All right. That's the polka dot stable coin lost 98% of its value and what people thought was a hack. But allegedly the creators are saying it was something is a misconfiguration of the IBTC AUSD liquidity pool that was launched news. And yeah, let's move on. Also in DeFi news, Binance, and I hate the way that they wrote this, whoever they are. It says Binance Exchange, which is still ranked as the world's biggest trading platform. Why, just say Binance. Has come to curve finances aid by helping the DeFi platform recover some of its stolen funds by hackers earlier. I believe it was the end of last week, if I am not mistaken. As shared by Trading Platform's Chief Executive Officer, Changpeng Cao, the hackers were sending the stolen funds to the exchange in hopes that it would be, that would not be discovered that they stole the funds. Okay, those people are just stupid. Oh my gosh. It says the iconic crypto figure, or just say Changpeng Cao. Like, I think they're doing it to like add more words into their article. I assume that when these people write articles for their bosses, they have to have a certain amount of words. Binance Exchange, which is still ranked as the world's biggest trading platform, just say just say Binance. I I I think we all know what it is, and you don't have to call Changpeng Sao the iconic crypto figure. Just say anyway. So apparently they recovered around four hundred and fifty thousand of the stolen funds. The total apparently being five hundred and seventy thousand dollars because you know brain uh the the people apparently were trying to uh they who stole the funds were trying to send it through binance you you were smart enough to take five hundred and seventy thousand dollars but you didn't think at any point if you put the money on a centralized exchange remember when i was telling you about like dirty coins and clean coins anytime that a a a, a malicious transaction happens or there's a hack or something you can find those exact coins and basically wrap them in, imagine like paper. I don't know what they would be wrapping them in. And you can trace those coins wherever they go on a blockchain. That's the point of the blockchain. You can see where these things go. So if you know that these are the coins that were stolen and then they wind up on Binance, every crypto exchange knows because they're all looking out for the stolen transaction. 
Oh my gosh, what a world we live in. So anyway, they got back 83% of the uh, funds that were hacked and Chang Peng Sao left a, a uh, laughing, crying emoji. Like, you know, like the one where the water is like desperately coming out the side of its eyes. That one. I use that one a lot. I think it's so funny. Um, news. This was quite popular. I think everyone was just kind of happy because a lot of times uh, when these events do happen and someone, you know, someone takes like $800 million dollars usually people know what to do with that money or how to obfuscate it in some sort of way. So it's kind of like, oh, that money's gone. They put it back on Binance. I I just, I want to understand the logic. Like, I just, I just don't under, <laughs> it's like taking something from someone, bringing it back to their house and setting it on the table, hoping they won't realize it so you can take it up in your hands again and walk out of the house. I just, that's the Binance has recovered some of the money stolen from Curve DNS Finance Attack DeFi News. Let's move on. Also in, this is very big news. So remember how I told you that guy uh, who was a little salty, annoyed, that Ethereum is transitioning to proof of stake. So he said that he's going to chain fork Ethereum when it upgrades and create his own coin that he's calling ETHPOW. Like literally ETH proof of work, which sounds absolutely terrible. Certain websites have begun to list this coin and it's listed as an IOU on their website. So we don't have the coin, but you trade on the volume now. We'll give you whatever it is. Uh, it's losing a lot of support quite rapidly because people have realized very quickly that this is just a, a money grab. And I mean like an intense money grab as well. This isn't even like an unblatant one. This is simply like, oh, I'm going to try and do it. Oh, also in the news, you can look this up as well. Uh, what's the name? Tron Boy. Uh, Justin Sun. Allegedly in the news, because I go over and read the news quite often. Uh, allegedly, uh, people may have found a connection between him and the ETH Pow guy. And allegedly, allegedly, they may be in cahoots, maybe working together. Uh, this is the, the speculation that I saw online is that apparently they're from the same country. They work in the same industry. Allegedly, when when the guy from Tron announced last week that he had a million ether that he was going to put up to support the new uh, this new coin on the screen, ETH Pow. People were like, hmm, something seems a little bit odd. So people think that he's trying to uh, outwardly, inwardly sabotage Ethereum to make ETH Pow more uh, something and also rank up Tron in the rankings as Ethereum crumbles or collapses. I'm not really sure. The news is uh, this coin collapsed in price, uh, probably will continue to do so as only, I think, two cryptocurrency exchanges, three, uh, two. I, I think it's Poloniex and Mitmex, I don't know, have uh, announced their support for it. Uh, but the issue is, is that we also found out that Poloniex, the crypto exchange that has announced support for the ETHPOW, can you guess who owns it? Can you, can you guess who owns it? It's Justin Sun. Yeah, see now, yeah, see the whole thing starting to crumble now. Uh, so, uh, I I I assume that the fork will still happen. The, these people are still going to try and make tons of money off of this. It's just a 
a money money game but the issue is that you actually need support from the top cryptocurrency exchanges you need binance you need coinbase and you need kraken to list these things uh, to list this coin and if it doesn't its trading volume is going to be extremely thin it will have no actual support and also for those of you who haven't been paying attention uh kraken Binance and Coinbase really support Ethereum, the original coin. So uh, just uh, to give you a, you know, be wary, because statistically, logically, the amount of people who are watching this video every single day, or just in general, half of 1% of you are probably thinking about getting into this coin. Uh, Just know that it has very little support, and that support that's there will probably continue to collapse. So If you put your money into something, remember it's you that did it and no one else. That's the Ethereum POW token with IOUs is already losing tons of money because cash grab news. And yeah, let's move on. Also in quite popular news, the inflation rate in Spain and France has reached 10.8% and 6.1% respectively. It says it says <laughs> the inflation rate may have slowed in the US. I'm not sure where they're looking. 8.5%. We were talking about Turkey having an 8% inflation rate a couple of years ago and being like Oh, that sounds absolutely terrible. They need to get that under control. It looks like their country is collapsing. And now that it's eight something percent in America, everyone's like, wow, things are so much better. It says, but elsewhere, it's a different story. In fact, both France and Spain's inflation rates have increased to a level not seen in almost four decades. Official figures are concerning. Yeah, because it's it's absolutely terrible. Has anyone seen what the actual unemployment or jobless rate in Spain is? Uh-huh, terrible. I think it's like 30% or something like this. And I think it's even higher, the, like the younger you get. It's kind of completely wild. I think the same is also true in parts of Italy or Italy in general. So, you know, uh, this is why, I, I, you know, just understand that. And I, and I mean this wholeheartedly. If you are in a position where you have a roof over your head, like, you should be happy. If you have a job... Nonetheless, a full-time job. I don't care if you have a part-time or full-time job. You would not believe the amount of friends I have who lost. They don't. They don't have a job. They are. They've been looking for a very long time, and money is very, very tight. I think a lot of times we do forget what we have. We forget where we were ten years ago and what we have right now. Uh, so just be grateful. And I didn't mean to turn this into like you know a dad talk, but it's more of a. Uh, if you look at what's happening in a lot of other places around the world, especially like try and watch videos on YouTube, like look at what's happening in India, look at what's happening in parts of China, look at what's happening in other places around the world, like the jobless rates, people who don't have money to even buy flour. Uh, we are constantly in very privileged positions to be able to be like, oh gosh, I can't wait for Ethereum to go to $10,000 so I can buy my own island or whatever you're planning on buying. But it's like, yeah, things are quite rough. Around many parts of the world, even in Europe, things are not hunky-dory. Things are... Yeah, so this is also quite uh, uh, not popular. Much spoken about news as inflation rates are constantly coming under uh, pressure and people are looking for ways to, like, uh, raise interest rates without destroying the economy that is already very fragile in many of these countries. So 
That's the inflation news. I think I think we, we, we just had news that I think Germany's inflation rate is 9%. And we haven't heard from any other countries. It's kind of just these three. I think everybody else is afraid. I, ooh, I wonder. I wonder what the inflation rate is like in Hungary and many other places. That's a question mark. All righty. Let's move on. The fan is like making my eyes water and it's like getting annoying. I'm trying to like, oh, that works. I like, I hold up one hand and I'm kind of like blocking it. Anyway, also in the news, uh, Vitalik Buterin, he said this multiple times, but I think, once again, I think there was, was there a conference or something over the weekend? I'm not really sure. Recently, Vitalik Buterin re-re-reiterated that he thinks that the merge is not uh, priced in, and I don't think it is either. Uh, from a logical standpoint, from, you know, TMI standpoint, uh, first of all, we hit, what was it? It was nearly $5,000 last year. We are currently like scratching the surface of $2,000. Uh, there's so many people. I, it's like light anxiety, but also kind of like excitedness. Cause I want to see exactly how, how high this coin is going to go. Like, he, Vitalik Buterin, I'm like pointing at the screen as, as, as if you could see me. Vitalik Buterin believes that uh, we will not see Ethereum's price really move until literally after the merge has happened. And that's kind of the gigantic news. He says he thinks that people will speculate on where the price will go. But he, you need like metrics to be able to see like, you know, I told you this, we were talking about this years ago as well, maybe, no, it was definitely years ago, like how banks and institutions uh, price Bitcoin, because people were asking me here that Bitcoin has no value, how do you price in the amount of Bitcoin, it's basically like, it's literally supply and demand, you can see how many wallets there are, how many active wallets there are, how many wallets that are dormant, or wallets that have lost Bitcoin, the total supply of Bitcoin, how much Bitcoin we actually have right now, how much more is going to be created per day, how many more new wallets are actually opened on the network at any given time, how high the price currently is, how high the demand is from yesterday. You get, you, you, there's thousands of different metrics to be able to price all of these things actually in. And he's saying that a lot of the movement that we're currently seeing right now is just the idea that, oh, there's an upgrade coming, can't wait for it. But when we actually see the issuance rate drop and the inflation uh, drop as well and it becomes deflationary and what's the other one? We actually have 99.9% less electricity and all these other things. He talks about the beacon chain and that chain and this happening and this merging, intertwining with that and, and the other four weird words. It's the merge, the splurge, the plurge, and the clurge? I don't know. Oh, clurge made me remember. Hello, person out there, whoever you are. Uh, the guy sent me a photo on Twitter and I, I burst out laughing in public. Uh, he went to church on Sunday, and on the back of his church's pews was a QR <laughs> was a was a QR code for crypto donations. We were I don't understand like the world is. Do you you realize we're in the future now, right? There's <laughs> can you there's a QR that doesn't make any sense. There's a QR code anyway. The back of his church's pews had a QR code for you to donate, and one of the donation methods was also in crypto. So you know. They're out here living in like 2045 while the rest of us are still hoping it's 2019 all over again. So yeah, this is also very popular news. You've seen all the other, well, there'll be many more over the next couple of days and weeks as well as everyone really begins to gear up. We're kind of, uh, the, the, the whispers I'm hearing are at least a 3,000, no, you know, don't hold me to these numbers. These are whispers on the internet. Anyone can make these whispers. Uh, is the $3,000 Ether, like, around the cusp of the actual upgrade. A lot of people are still talking about selling the event. I, please bless your heart. I hope it works out for you. And the, I mean, you know, honestly, 
Uh, because I think a lot of people are going to be selling, thinking this is going to be a non-event, not really understanding that Ethereum is the number two coin and has trillions of dollars worth of transactions on it every single day. So have fun not having any Ether in the future because you won't be able to make any more. Yeah, very popular news. He said this before, like I think like 10 days ago, but now it's back in the news because he just recently reset something again. Oh, for those of you who missed it as well, it's no longer the 19th of... No, no. Is it 19th? 20-something. No, no, 19. It was the 19th of September. Now it's apparently the 15th of September based on the uh, transaction rate and what's written on the actual block. So, you know, get ready for that one. That's the Vitalik Buterin said news. And yeah, let's move on. As always, this fan is intense. A very special thank you. And I can't reach it. Like, my arm is... Very special thank you to all my Patreon supporters. Bake me a cake. Tigera Machonisa on Crypto with Lionel. Crayola Michelle, URL, yes to crypto. Body McBoatface, Anytime Fitness, Monks Corner Staff. Jim Gardner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins. Richie Rich 3. Paxis, Nick Mangialavori, Setsuna... Crypto, almost a crypto cloud. Crypto artist, Coldy 3D. Bankroll Network, 242 to the World, Wise Night Owl, Adam Grasick, Todd Mullis, Bibliophobia, The Animal Reader, John Sarson, Nostromo, Martin Steuer, Moonman, my eye, I'm like, I'm, I'm tearing up. Moonman High, XRP, Utopia 569, Navarro Williams. Okay, I close one eye. Paternoster, Need a Miracle, can't read. Space Case. Troy Allgood, Quoted Biddy, Lauren De Silva, Miguel Grolet, VBN, no, it's wrong. VB Nerd 21, I can't see ha- half the, the words. Mobarazi, Crypto, nope, Captain Something in the Z-Way Lay, The Dealers Den, Tony, Tony Barot, Tony Ambroski. Okay, hold my phone up. Arachno Dave, Bitcoin Ben, Roman Geba, Empire Queen, and let's move on. Blockchain Simplified, Jamie Saad, Ooh. Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, How's Life Austin, Bubble Mode, Crypto Gambino, Manny Cryptos and GBU Wally. It is, I've never, whoa. I've never tried read. I mean, but the fan, I, I also, this fan is, it's on low. Whew. Is it hot everywhere else as well? Because it is blistering and it's like, please go away. I just want like, I miss rain so much. I just want like five days of rain. I don't want to have to go outside. I want to even, I want to hear like the little like pitter patter of, of, of rain on, on the windowsill. That would also be nice. I haven't had that in a while because, you know drought and all that bitcoin is thank you all very very much for your continued support forgot that part thank you all very much if you left a like if you left a comment if you have subscribed thank you for all the support on the brand new channel um new uploads every tuesday and friday hope you all had a great weekend it was just hot i did stuff but it was it was it was just it was it was it was it was hot bitcoin is currently at 24039 us dollars it is down by 3.5% in the last 24 hours ethereum is at exactly 1925 cents and it is down by 5.4% in the last 24 hours as well. that's kind of misleading this looks like it's going up like right here but I guess maybe not. Ethereum's still up by 9.6% in the last week, which is very nice to see. Every other coin is currently in the red. Nothing's like disastrously in the red. Shiba Inu is up by 6% in the last 24 hours. It is up by 26% in the last seven days. No explicit news as to why it rose. There was no mega upgrade, super 19 new coins, burning, staking news around. It was, I mean, it, it just kind of popped. 
It has kind of completely went up by... I mean, to be fair, we have had whale accumulation news for months now. I mean, literally months, and also burn news, so... Maybe it just finally kind of got to that point. Avalanche is down by 7. Polygon's down by 7. Uniswap is down by 7. Anything up? Ethereum Classic is up by 7% in the last week. Uh, Unis said Leo said Leo is up by 7% in the last 24 hours. Up Is up by 9% in the last week as well. Anything else? Oh, boy. A lot of red around here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Chili's is is back in the top 50. Chili's is up by 15% in the last uh 7 days, so that's uh that's something. I do hope uh, that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening wherever you are, wherever you might be. The hope is absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, commenting, subscribing, or commenting, or something, something, and I will most certainly be talking to you. I just woke up, but that's not an excuse anymore. I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.